Welcome to the Study His Word podcast, brought to you by Fear and the Faith, where we read through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation in just one year. The Bible is full of great wisdom and stories that we can use to better our Christ-like walk every day. Join us on our mission to get one million people to read the Bible cover to cover. Visit studyhisword.com for more info, resources we have available, upcoming projects, and events. Okay, 1 Kings 1, here we go. When King David was very old, he could not keep warm, even when they put covers over him. So attendants said to him, let us look for a young virgin to serve the king and take care of him. She can lie beside him so that our Lord the king may keep warm. Then they searched throughout Israel for a beautiful young woman and found Abishag, a Shumanite, and brought her to the king. And the woman was very beautiful, and she took care of the king and waited on him. But the king had no sexual relations with her. Now, Adonijah, whose mother was Haggith, put himself forward and said, I will be king. So he got chariots and horses ready with 50 men to run ahead of him. His father had never rebuked him by asking, why do you behave as you do? He was also very handsome and was born next after Absalom. And Adonijah conferred with Joab, the son of Zeruiah, uh, with Abathar the priest, and they gave him their support. But Zadok the priest, Benaniah the son of Jehodiah, Nathan the prophet, Shemiah and Ray, and David's special guard did not join Adonijah. And Adonijah then sacrificed sheep, cattle, fattened calves at the stone of Zeholoth near Enrigal. He invited all his brothers, the king's sons, and all the royal officials of Judah. But he did not invite Nathan the prophet, or Benani, or the special guard, or his brother Solomon. Then Nathan asked Bathsheba, Solomon's mother, Have you not heard that Adonijah, the son of Haggith, has become king, and that our Lord David knows nothing about it? Now then, let me advise you how we can save your life and the life of your son Solomon. Go into King David and say to him, May the Lord King, my Lord the King, did you not swear to me, your servant? Surely Solomon, your son, shall be king after me, and he will sit on my throne? Why then has Adonijah become king? While you are still there talking to the king, I will come in and add my word to what you have said. So Bathsheba went to see the aged king in his room where Abishag the Shumanite was attending him. And Bathsheba bowed down and prostrated herself before the king. What is it you want? The king asked. She said to him, my lord, you yourself swore to me, your, your servant by the Lord your God, Solomon your son shall be king after me and he will sit on my throne. But now Adonijah has become king, and you, my lord, the king, do not know about it. He has sacrificed great numbers of cattle, fattened calves, and sheep, and he has invited all the king's sons, Abathar, the priest, and Joab, the commander of the army, but he has not invited Solomon, your servant. My lord, the king, the eyes of all Israel are on you to learn from who will sit on the throne of my lord, the king, after him. Otherwise, as soon as my lord, the king, is laid to rest with his ancestors, I and my son Solomon will be treated as criminals. While she was still speaking, the king, Nathan the prophet, arrived, and the king was told, Nathan the prophet is here. So he went in before the king and bowed with his face to the ground. Nathan said, Have you, my lord the king, declared that Adonijah shall be king after you, that he will sit on your throne? Today he has gone down and sacrificed great numbers of cattle, fattened calves, and sheep, and he has invited all the king's sons, the commanders of the army, and Abathar the priest, 
Right now they're eating and drinking with him and saying, long live King Adonijah. But me, your servant, and Zodek the priest, and Benaniah the son of Jehoiada, and your servant Solomon, he did not invite. Is this something my lord the king has done without letting his servants know who should sit on the throne after the lord my king after him? Then King David said, call him Bathsheba. So she came into the Lord's presence and stood before him. Then the king took an oath, as surely as the Lord lives, who has delivered me out of trouble, I will surely carry out this very day what I swore to you by the Lord, the God of Israel. Solomon, your son, shall be king after me. He will sit on my throne in my place. Then Bathsheba bowed down with her face to the ground, pressed herself to the king and said, May the Lord, King David, live forever. King David said, Call on Zedek the priest, Nathan the prophet, and Benahiah the son of Jehad. And when they came before the king, he said to them, Take your Lord's servants with you and have Solomon my son mount my own mule and take him down to Gehon. There have Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet anoint him king over Israel. Blow the trumpet and shout, Long live King Solomon. Then you are to go up with him. He is to come and sit on my throne and reign in my place. I have appointed him ruler over Israel and Judah. Benaniah, the son of Jehoiada, answered the king, Amen. May the Lord, the God of my Lord, the king, so declare it. As the Lord is with my Lord, the king, so may he be with Solomon to make his throne even greater than the throne of King David. So Zedek, the priest, Nathan, the prophet, Benaniah, the son of Jehoiada, the Kethrites and the Paralites all went down and had Solomon mount the King David's mule and they escorted him to Gihon. Zedek, the priest, took the horn of oil from the sacred tent and anointed Solomon. Then they sounded the trumpet and all the people shouted, long live King Solomon. And all the people went up after him, playing pipes and rejoicing greatly, so that the ground shook with the sound. Adonijah and all the guests who were with them heard what they, as they were finishing their feast. On hearing the sound of the trumpet, Joab asked, What's the meaning of all the noise in the city? Even as he was speaking, Jonathan, the son of Abathar, the priest, arrived. Adonijah said, Come in, a worthy man like you must be bringing good news. Not at all, Jonathan answered. Our Lord King David has made Solomon the king. The king has sent with him Zedok the priest, Nathan the prophet, Benaniah the son of Jehoiada, the Kerithites, the Perithites, and they have put him on the king's mule. And Zedok the priest and Nathan the prophet had anointed him king in Gihon. From there they have gone up cheering, and the city resounds with it. That's the noise you hear. Moreover, Solomon has taken his seat on the royal throne. Also the royal officials have come to congratulate our lord King David, saying, May your God make Solomon's name more famous than yours and his throne greater than yours. And the king bowed in worship on his bed and said, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, who has allowed my eyes to see a successor on my throne today. At this, all Adonijah's guests rose in alarm and dispersed. But Adonijah, in fear of Solomon, went and took hold of the horns of the altar. And then Solomon was told, Adonijah is afraid of King Solomon and is clinging to the horns of the altar. He says, let King Solomon swear to me today that he will not put his servant to death with the sword. And Solomon replied, if he shows himself to be worthy, not a hair of his head will fall to the ground. But if evil is found within him, he will die. Then King Solomon sent men and they brought him down from the altar. And Adonijah came and brought down, bowed down to King Solomon. And Solomon said to him, go to your home. Chapter 2. When the time drew near, drew near for David to die, he gave a charge to Solomon, his son. I am about to go the way of all the earth, he said. So be strong, act like a man, and observe what the Lord your God requires. Walk in obedience to him, keep his decrees and commands, 
His laws and regulations is written in the law of Moses. Do this so that you may prosper in all you do and wherever you go, and that the Lord may keep his promise to me. If your descendants watch how they live, and if they walk faithfully before me with all their heart and soul, you will never fail to have a successor on the throne of Israel. Now you yourself know what Joab, the son of Zerai, did to me, what he did to the two commanders of Israel's army, Abner, the son of Ner, and Amasah, the son of Jether. He killed them, shedding their blood in peacetime as if it was in battle. And with that blood, he stained the belt around his waist and the sandals on his feet. Deal with him according to your wisdom, but do not let his gray head go down to his grave in peace. But show kindness to the sons of Berzeel of Gilead, and let them be among those who eat at your table. They stood by me when I fled from your brother Absalom. And remember, you have with you Shimea, the son of Gera, the Benjamite from Baharim, who called down bitter curses on me the day I went to Manahem. When he came down to meet me at the Jordan, I swore to him by the Lord, I will not put you to death by the sword. But now do not consider him innocent. You are a man of wisdom. You will know what to do with him. Bring his head, his gray head down to the grave in blood. And David rested with his ancestor and was buried in the city of David. He had reigned 40 years over Israel, seven years in Hebron, and 33 in Jerusalem. So Solomon sat on the throne of his father, David. His rule was firmly established. Now Adonijah, the son of Haggith, went to Bathsheba, Solomon's mother. Bathsheba asked him, do you come peacefully? He answered, yes, peacefully. Then he added, I have something to say to you. You may say it, she replied. As you know, he said, the kingdom was mine. All Israel looked to me as their king. But things changed and the kingdom has gone to my brother. For it has come to him from the Lord. Now I have one request to make of you and do not refuse me. You may make it, she said. So he continued. Please ask King Solomon, he will not refuse you, to give me Abishag the Shumanite as my wife. Very well, Bathsheba replied. I will speak to the king for you. When Bathsheba went to King Solomon to speak to Adonijah, the king stood up to meet her, bowed down to her, and sat on his throne. He had a throne brought for the king's mother, and she sat down at his right hand. I have one small request to make of you, she said. Do not refuse me. The king replied, make it, mother. I will not refuse you. So she said, let Abishag, the Shumanite, be given in marriage to your brother Adonijah. Then King Solomon answered his mother, why do you request Abishag, the Shumanite, for Adonijah? You might as well request the kingdom for him. After all, he is my older brother, yes, for him, and Abathar, the priest, and Joab, the son of Zariah. Then, call, then King Solomon swore by the Lord, may God deal with me, be it ever so severely, if Adonijah does not pay with his life for this request. And now, as surely as the Lord lives, he has established me securely on the throne of my father David and has founded a dynasty for me as promised. Adonijah shall be put to death. So King Solomon gave orders to Benani, the son of Jehadi, and he struck down Adonijah, and he died. To Abathar, the priest, the king said, Go back to your fields in Anath. You deserve to die. But I will not put you to death because you carried the ark of the sovereign Lord before my father David and shared all my father's hardships. So Solomon removed Abathar from the priesthood of the Lord, fulfilling the word the Lord has spoken at Shiloh about the house of Eli. When the news reached Joab, who had conspired with Adonijah, um, though not with Absalom, he fled to the tent of the Lord and took hold of the horns of the altar. King Solomon was told that Joab had fled to the tent of the Lord and was beside the altar. 
And Solomon ordered Benaniah, the son of Jehiah, go strike him down. So Benaniah entered the tent of the Lord and said to Joab, the king says, come out. But he answered, no, I will die here. Benaniah reported to the king, this is how Joab answered me. Then the king said to Benaniah, do as he says, strike him down and bury him. And so he and so clear me and my whole family of the guilt of the innocent blood that Joab shed. Then the Lord will repay him for the blood he shed, because without my father David knowing it, he attacked two men and killed them with the sword. Both of them, Abner, son of Ner, commander of Israel's army, and Amasa, son of Jer, commander of Judah's armies, were better men and more upright than he. May the guilt of their blood rest on the head of Joab and his descendants forever. But on David and his descendants, his house and his throne, may there be the Lord's peace forever. So Benaniah, the son of Jehiada, went up and struck down Joab and killed him, and he was buried in his home out in the country. The king put Benaniah, the son of Jehiada, over the army in Joab's position and replaced Abathar with Zodak, the priest. <clears throat> then the king sent for Shemaiah and said to him, build yourself a house in Jerusalem and live there, but do not go anywhere else. The day you leave and cross the Kidron Valley, you'll be sure to die. Your blood will be on your own head. And Shemaiah answered the king, what you say is good. Your servant will do as the Lord my king has said. And Shemaiah stayed in Jerusalem for a long time. But three years later, two of Shemaiah's slaves ran off to Achish, and the son of the son of Mekath, king of Gath, and Shemaiah was told, your slaves are in Gath. At this, he saddled his donkey and went to Achish in Gath in search of his slaves. So Shema went away and brought his slaves back from Gath. When Solomon was told that Shema had gone from Jerusalem to Gath and had returned, the king summoned Shemaiah and said, did I not you make you swear by the Lord and warn you on the day you leave and go anywhere else, you can surely die. At that time, you said to me, what you say is good, I will obey. What then did you do and not keep your oath to the Lord and obey the command that I gave you? The king also said to Shemaiah, you know in your heart all the wrong you did to my father, David. Now the Lord will repay you for your wrongdoing. But King Solomon will be blessed and David's throne will remain secure before the Lord forever. Then the king gave the order to Benaniah, the son of Jehiada, and he went out and struck Shemaiah down and he died. The kingdom was established in Solomon's hands. Three. Now Solomon made an alliance with Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and married his daughter. He brought her to the city of David until he finished building his palace in the temple of the Lord and the wall around Jerusalem. The people, however, were still sacrificing at the high places because the temple had not yet been built for the name of the Lord. And Solomon showed his love for the Lord by walking according to the instructions given him by his father, David, except that he offered sacrifices and burned offerings incense on high places the king went to Gibeon to offer sacrifices for that was the most important high place and Solomon offered a thousand burnt offerings on the altar at Gibeon the Lord appeared to Solomon during the night in a dream and said ask me for whatever you want me to give you and Solomon answered you have shown great kindness to your servant my father David because he was faithful to you and righteous and upright in heart and you have continued this great kindness to him and he given him a son to sit on his throne this very day. Now, Lord, my God, you've made your servant king in place of my father, David. By I'm only a little child, and I do not know how to carry out my duties. Your servant is here among your people. You have chosen a great people, too numerous to count or number. So give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and to distinguish between you right and wrong. For who is able to govern this great people of yours? And the Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for this. 
So God said to him, since you have asked for this and not for a long life or wealth for yourself, nor have you asked for the death of your enemies, but discernment and administering justice, I will do what you have asked. I will give you a wise and discerning heart so that there will, so there will never have been anyone like you, nor will there ever be anyone ever be. Moreover, <clears throat> I will give you what you have asked for, for both wealth, not asked for, both wealth and honor, so that in your lifetime you will have no equal among kings. And if you walk in obedience to me and keep my decrees and commands, as David your father did, I will give you a long life. Then Solomon awoke, and he realized that it had been a dream. He returned to Jerusalem, stood before the Ark of the Lord's Covenant, and sacrificed burnt offerings and fellowship offerings. Then he gave a feast for all his court. Now two prostitutes came to the king and stood before him. One of them said, pardon me, my lord, this woman and I live in the same house. I had a baby while she was there with me. The third day after my child was born, this woman also had a baby. We were alone. There was no one in the house but the two of us. During the night, this woman's son died because she lay on him. So she got up in the middle of the night and she took my son from my side while I was asleep. Your servant was asleep. She put him by her breast and put her son and put her dead son by my breast. The next morning, I got up to nurse my son, and he was dead. But when I looked at him closely in the morning light, I saw that it wasn't the son that I had born. And the other woman said, no, the living one is my son. The dead one is yours. But the first one insisted, no, the dead one is yours. The living one is mine. And so they argued before the king. And the king said, this one says, my son is alive and your son is dead. Well, that one says, no, your son is dead and mine is alive. Then the king said, bring me a sword. So they brought a sword for the king. Then he gave an order, cut the living child in two and give half to one and half to the other. And the woman whose son was alive was deeply moved out of love for her son and said to the king, please, my Lord, give her the living baby. Don't kill him. But the other said, neither I nor you shall have him. Cut him in two. Then the king gave his ruling, give the living baby to the first woman. Do not kill him. She is his mother. When Israel heard the verdict the king had given, they held the king in awe because they saw that he had wisdom from God to administer justice. Four. So King Solomon ruled over all Israel, and these were his chief officials. Azariah, son of Zadok the priest, Elihorephat, and Ahazah, sons of Shisha, secretaries, Jehoshaphat, son of Eliud, recorder, Benaniah, the son of Jehiah, commander-in-chief, Zedek, Abathar, the priest, Azariah, son of Nathan, in charge of the district governors, Zedah, son of Nathan, a priest and advisor of the king, Ahashar, palace administrator, Adoniriah, son of Abda, in charge of forced labor, Solomon held 12 district governors over all Israel who supplied provisions from the king for the king and royal household. Each one had to provide supplies for one month in the year. These are their names. Ben-Hur in the hill country of Ephraim, Ben-Dekar and Machis, Shabim, Beth-Shemah and Elon, Bethanan, Ben-Hased in Araboth, Sokoth in the land of Hephra were all his. Ben Abdenab and Naphtoth of Dor, he was married to Taft, the daughter of Solomon. <clears throat> ben Anah, the son of Eliad, and Tanakh, and Megiddo, and all of Beth and Shan next to Zarath, below Jezreel, from Beth to Shan to Abel, Mahola across Jochimim. 
Ben Geber and, Ram, and Ramoth Gilead, the settlements of Jer, son of Manasseh, and Gilead were his, as well as the regions of Argabab and Bashan, and its 60 large walled cities with bronze gate bars. Ahinadab, son of Edo, and Mahanim, Ahami, Ahamaz, and Naphtali, he married Basmeth, the daughter of Solomon, Baana, the son of Hashia, and Ashur, and Alath. Jehoshaphat, the son of Barar and Iskar, Shema, the son of Elah and Benjamin, Gaber, the son of Uri and Gilead, the country of Shinon, the king of the Amorites, and the country of Og, king of Bashan. He was the only governor over the district. The people of Judah and Israel, as numerous as the sand on the seashore, they ate and they drank and were happy. And Solomon ruled over the kings from the Euphrates River to the land of the Philistines, as far as the border of Egypt. These countries brought tribute and were Solomon's subjects all his life. Solomon's daily provisions were 30 cores of the finest flour and 60 cores of meal, 10 head of of stall-fed cattle, 20 pasture-fed cattle, 100 sheep and goats, as well as deer, gazelles, roebucks, and choice fowl. For he ruled over all the kingdoms of the west side of the Euphrates River, from Tishva to Gaza and in peace on all sides. During Solomon's lifetime, Judah and Israel from Dan to Beersheba lived in safety, everyone under their own vine, under their own fig tree. Solomon had 4,000 stalls for chariot horses, 12,000 horses. The districts and governors each his month supplied provisions for the King Solomon and all who came to the king's table. They saw to it that nothing was lacking. They also brought to the proper place their quotas of barley and straw for the chariot horses and the other horses. And God gave Solomon wisdom and very great insight and a breadth of understanding as measureless as the sands of the seashore. Solomon's wisdom was greater than the wisdom of all the people of the east and greater than all the wisdom of Egypt. He was wiser than anyone else, including Ethan the Ezerite, wiser than Hermon, Calcol and the Darda, the sons of Mahol, and his his fame spread to all the surrounding nations. He had spoke 3,000 proverbs, his songs numbered 1,005. He spoke about plant life from the cedar of Lebanon to the hyssop that grows out of walls. He also spoke about animals and birds and reptiles and fish. From all the nations, people came to listen to Solomon's wisdom, sent by all the kings of the world who had heard of his wisdom. That concludes our reading for the day. Thanks for taking a little bit of your day to listen to the word. We hope today's message really spoke to you. Remember, you can find more resources connect with us, or sign up to get weekly readings on our website, studyhisword.com. Until next time, God bless you, and may his light shine upon you.